Hey, we're Phil and Meredith, and we're the pastors here at Cornerstone Church, and we are so glad that you are here with us today. It's our prayer that this message is an inspiration to you, that it builds you up, that it stirs your faith right now in your today, as well as in the days to come. We believe that God has great things for you. God bless you. God bless each and every one of you. It is time for us to go into the Word of God. I always get excited about going into God's Word because it's in His Word that we hear His voice. And He begins to speak into our now and order our steps into the path and direction that He's established for us. In just a moment, we're going to be going to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 38 and 39. I want your heart to open and want your mind to open to what God has for you here today. We're going to read from two different translations, the English Standard Version as well as the Contemporary English Bible. Let's begin Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 starts this way, but my righteous one shall live by faith and if any shrinks back my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Let's look at the contemporary English Bible. It says it this way, but my righteous one will live by faith and my whole being won't be pleased with anyone who shrinks back. But we aren't the sort of people who timidly draw back and end up being destroyed. We're the sort of people who have faith so that our whole beings are preserved. For the next few moments, I want to talk to you from the thought, go forward, go forward. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to once again hear your voice through your word. I pray, oh God, that our ears would be open and that our hearts would be open that we might receive from you today. Let fresh faith rise in our hearts and let a new boldness and courage begin to rise within our spirit as we look forward to the upcoming year. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, let's get into it. We're standing here on the last Sunday of 2020. And as I think about 2020 and really as I think about life in general, I think you would agree with me that life is a battle. Life is a struggle. Life is a fight. That no one gets to where they're going. No one achieves or accomplishes anything of significance without going through a little struggle, a little challenge, a little difficulty along the way. And certainly we have had a lot to come through and to come over in this last year. But thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph as we stand here on the last Sunday of the year. We yet have a testimony that God has been faithful, that God has been consistent, that God has brought us through. As I look at this verse, I, I see that the author writes it in such a way that really he paints the picture of two different types of people in life, two sides in life. We used to sing a song growing up and it had this call and response to it and it would ask the question, whose side are you leaning on? 
And the response would be leaning on the Lord's side. Whose side are you leaning on? Leaning on the Lord's side. Whose side are you leaning on? Leaning on the Lord's side. I know that's an old school song. Our, our, our new generation folks don't remember that song, don't know that song. But it still remains true that in life, you've got to choose what side you're going to be on. Yeah, you know what squirrel ends up dying, don't you? It's always the one that's playing in the middle of the road. <laughs> You've got to choose what side you're going to be on in life. And here the author of this text draws the picture of two different sides. The first side is those that shrink back. Yeah, and the other side are those who have faith I want to work on this here just a little bit because you've got to determine in life what side you're going to be on. There are those who shrink back in life. Yeah, yeah. They shrink back at, at, at the slightest opportunity when adversity shows up. They shrink back at, at, at the first appearance of difficulty they they shrink back at at the moment that discouragement begins to creep in they shrink back and notice what God says about them he says if you shrink back I have no pleasure in you the other side though is the side of those that possess faith the ability to believe those that have courage and conviction to go ahead and trust God at his word. Those that have the ability to step out on what God has spoken to them. Those that have faith. And as we have walked through this year, perhaps as never before, I've seen the significance and the importance of faith. I know you can testify with me that had it not been faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we might not would have made it to this point. But because our faith, our trust, our confidence has been in him, we have a testimony of victory here today. Even as I look at scripture, I, I begin to see how faith works in the life of the believer. Hmm. That's why you want to be on the side of faith look at it here we understand that it was faith that made Abraham leave his country and go in search of a place that God would show him it was faith that made David run towards the giant and not away from the giant it was faith that made Esther go before the king when it was uncertain and uncomfortable it was faith that made Rahab protect her family. It was faith that made Gideon lead an army. It was faith that made Daniel stare in the face of a lion. It was faith that made Peter get up out of the boat and step on water. Faith is what we need working in our spirit. We walk by faith and not by sight. And certainly as we've come through this year, there's been a lot of things that we've both been seeing and hearing that would cause us to want to shrink back. 
But we are not those who shrink back. We are those of faith here today. If you are part of those that are on the side of faith, if you still have confidence in God, even at the close of this difficult year, if you still have your trust securely planted in the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, just put a yes in the chat box if you're standing on the side of faith here today. If there's something on the inside of you that says I'm leaning forward I'm not shrinking back I'm looking ahead and I'm not looking behind put a yes in the chat box if you're standing on the side of faith here today I, I like this scripture that I find in Psalms 84 verse 7 get this scripture I love it in the good news translation listen to it it says this they grow stronger as they go they will see God, they will see the God of gods of, in Zion. Let me read it again. They grow stronger as they go, they will see the God of gods on Zion. What a tremendous scripture. It, it says about you and me, they that are of faith, the, the righteous ones, those that are standing in confidence in God. Notice what it says, they grow stronger as they go. <laughs> as they go. As they go, they grow stronger. I need you to get that because it's in your going that you become stronger. It's, it's not in your standing still. It's, it's not in your leaning back. But as you go, the scripture says you will grow stronger. Talking to you today because we're getting ready to move into a brand new year. And I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to, to get ready to go forward. Because in your going, you get stronger. But not only that, this verse says that as they go, they grow stronger and they see God. Ah, in, in your going, in your stepping out, in your moving forward, you begin to see God. This is important because so many people, what they want to do is live their life in wait and see mode. Well, let me just wait and see how things are going to turn out before I move. Let me, let me just wait and see if anybody else steps out. Well, let me just wait and see if the circumstances are going to come together. Let me just wait and see how my money is going to go act. Let me just wait and see how I feel about it. Can I tell you by the time you wait and see, the opportunity will have already come and gone. Here it says that as they go, not only do they become stronger, but watch this, they see God. I've noticed in my own life that at times where I didn't know exactly what to do, I, I might not have known exactly how to do something, but I had just maybe a, a little bit of an inkling on the inside, a little bit of a prompting on the inside. I didn't have all the blanks filled in. I didn't have all my questions answered. But as I stepped out on just that little hunch, as I stepped up, stepped up and out on that prompting of the Holy Spirit that was ever so subtle, I began to see God clearly with each step more and more. 
Man, that's a word for somebody right here today. You, you, you've been in wait and see mode. You, you've been trying to wait till all the blanks are filled in and all your questions are answered. Can I tell you? God will manifest himself more and more as you take step by step. I like this here because it reminds us of this truth that God moves in our moving. God moves. God moves in our moving. God begins to work. God begins to intervene. God begins to get involved when we start making a step. I'm talking to you today about go forward. Go forward. Go forward. I want you to get ready for this upcoming year because God, I believe, has great things in store for those that will dare to go forward. Let's work on this here because when we look even at how the kingdom of God operates, we understand that the kingdom of God is on an advance. That the kingdom of God is moving forward. That the kingdom of God, as a matter of fact, our faith moves us forward. Let me show you something here because when we look at this, we begin to see that it's important that we not fall into the trap of shrinking back because we won't be able then to participate in all that the kingdom has available to us because the kingdom is moving forward, is not moving backward. Don't be a part of those that are shrinking back. Certainly this year has presented us many opportunities to shrink back. When we look at that word shrink back, it simply means to withdraw. It means to retreat. It, it, it means now to, 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 to begin to move in timidity away from instead of moving towards. God says, I don't have any pleasure in those that shrink back. And I know we've had all kinds of adversity this year. We've dealt with chaos and we've dealt with confusion. We've dealt with pandemic and sickness and disease. We've dealt with economic uncertainty. We've dealt with social unrest. We've dealt with all kinds of things turmoil and division over the election, all kinds of things. We've seen opportunity after opportunity for us to get overwhelmed with discouragement and dismay. God yet says, I have no pleasure if you shrink back. Mm. I'm looking for a people that will move ahead. Let me show you something. Luke 9, Luke 9, look at verse 57 through 62. Interesting conversation Jesus has here, but it shows us his heart as it relates to moving forward and not shrinking back. It begins this way. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, all right, foxes and holes have holes, I'm sorry, and birds of the air have nests but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Look at what Jesus is saying. Now you want to follow me, but I need to let you know <laughs> that this journey is not going to be one where you've got all the amenities and conveniences of life always at your beck and call. He says, no, you got to understand that foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but, but running with me, traveling with me, there'll be times where you might not have a place to lay your head. Then he said to another, follow me. 
But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. <laughs> Here it is. These guys say, look, we want to follow you wherever. But notice when it was time to move forward, when it was time to go ahead, they wanted to go back home. They, they wanted to go back and check on their parents. They wanted to go back and take care of this and that. And notice what Jesus says. He says, no. He says, if you're going to go with me, you got to understand that the kingdom of God is always moving forward. It is always going ahead. The kingdom of God calls us forward. Our faith moves us forward. God is looking for a people who have decided I'm never going back. Mm. Have determined, have resolved on the inside, I'm never going back. Man, I hope that's you here today. I hope you've made up in your mind. You've settled it in your spirit. I'm never going back. I'm never going back to who I used to be. I'm never going back to what I used to do. I'm never going back to that depression. I'm never going back to that addiction. I'm never going back to that failure, that loss, that defeat. I'm never going back to that perversion. I'm never going back. I've made up in my mind. I've set myself to go forward and it does not matter what tries to pull on me it doesn't matter what tries to distract me I've made it up in my heart and settled it in my mind I am never going back if that's you I just want you to put never in the chat box if you've got that thing on the inside that says I'm leaning forward into 2021 I'm looking ahead into 2021 I might have gone through challenge and difficulty I might have had loss I might have had all kinds of things to happen in 2020 but I'm not going to stay stuck I'm not going to stay stagnated in this year I'm leaning forward into what God has for me I I'm never going back. If that's you, put a never in the chat box. Let the enemy know I'm not ever, ever going back. Can I tell you, when you shrink back, it costs you. When, 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 when you shrink back, there's a price that you pay for going back. Let me give you a few things to consider here that, that when, you, when you shrink back, when you withdraw, when you retreat, listen to this, you forfeit your destiny. Yeah, you forfeit your destiny. You, you turn over your tomorrow when you shrink back. You, you abandon your purpose, the plan, the intention that God has for your life. You abandon it when you shrink back. You, you abdicate your responsibility, the things that God has called you to do. You abdicate that. You walk away from that when you shrink back. You eliminate your possibilities. Mm. There's opportunities that lay ahead. There's possibilities that 
await you. But when you shrink back, when you withdraw, when you retreat, you eliminate the possibilities and you're only stuck with your current reality. When you shrink back, you abort your potential. <laughs> There's potential that is resident within you. There, there is potential that you have not yet tapped into. There's more in you. There's greater in you. But when you shrink back, <laughs> you abort your potential. And can I tell you, finally, when you shrink back, you probate your promise. Yeah. The promise continues to be something that you never get to experience and enjoy when you shrink back. It costs you when you shrink back. I'm reminded of the Old Testament story when Lot was called by God to leave Sodom and Gomorrah because it was getting ready to be destroyed. And as Lot and his family left Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible says that Lot's wife turned back. And when she turned back, she turned into a pillar of salt. It's a picture to us that it costs you when you turn back. It, it costs you when you look back. It costs you when you shrink back. I'm trying to stir some faith in you here today that says I'm never going Back. I'm never going to turn back. I'm going to keep my face moving forward into what God has for me. So the question becomes, why do we shrink back? Why, why, why do we look back? Why do we retreat at times in life? Let me give you some things to think about here. I think sometimes we shrink back because we have a fear of opposition. That as soon as a little adversity shows up, as soon as some opposition shows up in our life, we begin to shrink back in fear. We, we shrink back in timidity. We shrink back feeling like we don't have what it takes. We fear the opposition. I think the second reason I want to offer today that many of us at times shrink back is because of guilt over the past. Guilt over the past that at the time that we're gaining momentum, at the time in our life where we feel courage and boldness growing in our life, something out of our past begins to creep up and now we begin to feel guilt over our past and instead of leaning forward we begin leaning back feeling all kinds of guilt over what happened yesteryear what happened sometime ago guilt over our past causes us to retreat in life causes us to withdraw in life we shrink back not only because of fear of opposition and guilt over the past, but sometimes we shrink back in life because of poor self-esteem. The esteem that we have of ourselves is low. The opinion that we have of ourselves is low. 
and we start saying to ourselves, we're, we're not qualified to have a better life. We're not qualified. We don't deserve to have a better reality. We, we begin to say to ourselves, I can't do this. I, I'm not able to do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. I, I'm not connected enough. I, I'm not uh, resourced enough. And we begin to build this case on why we can't be blessed on why we can't experience the favor of God and we shrink back in life and live in existence beneath what God has purposed and promised for us. Sometimes we shrink back in life because of misplaced affection. Like the guys we read there in Luke chapter 9, we begin to have our affection placed on what was rather than on what is and what will be. Jesus said, no, don't be worried about going back and trying to bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. I want you to focus on what I'm doing in your life now. I want you to focus on where I'm taking you Two, sometimes we shrink back in life because of misplaced affection. We have a greater allegiance to our yesterday rather than a commitment to our tomorrow. Man, that's a word for somebody here going into the end of this year. Don't have a greater connection to what was so that you're hindered from moving forward in life. You've got to say, you know what? That was then. <laughs> this is now and my future is bright. I'm never going back, but rather I'm going forward. We shrink back because of fear of opposition. We shrink back because of guilt over the past. We shrink back because of poor self-esteem. We shrink back because of misplaced affection. And sometimes we shrink back just because of disobedience. There's just something in us that will not get into agreement with what God is speaking in our life. We, we like Jonah, hear God's voice, but we run the opposite way. Sometimes we shrink back because of disobedience. I've got just a few minutes with you here, and, and I want to encourage you not to be part of those that shrink back, but to be part of those who have faith and are going forward into what God has for you. I don't know about you, but I believe your future is bright. I believe your tomorrow is pregnant with purpose and promise. The Bible says the pathway of the righteous burns brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. 2020 has been difficult, but in the midst of it, God has done some amazing things. And I believe 2021, God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that you could ask or think. But watch this. You got to be leaning forward. You got to be going forward. You got to be looking ahead and not looking behind. I love what Albert Einstein says. He says this, it takes a touch of genius, a lot of courage to move in the opposite direction direction. And sometimes to go forward, you got to move in the opposite direction. You got to move in the opposite direction of fear. You got to move in the opposite direction of guilt and shame. You got to move in the opposite direction of discouragement and dismay. It takes some courage. It takes some boldness to move forward. 
Let's look at a familiar story here in Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. You know this story. This is the children of Israel who have now left Egypt. They have been in bondage and in captivity for centuries. And now after they have left Egypt and they are on their way to the promised land, we have this story here that I believe speaks to us today. Exodus chapter 14, beginning at verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us out of Egypt? Is not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than it would for us to die out here in the wilderness. Get the picture. Here it is. They, they have left Egypt, the place that they have been familiar with, the place that they have been accustomed to. They're on their way to the promised land. Now Pharaoh and the Egyptian army is pursuing them. Ah, things are getting a little difficult. Things are getting a little challenging. Ah, they feel the enemy coming up upon them. They can hear the footsteps. They can hear the chariots. Man, isn't that how 2020 has been? It seems like every time we turn, there's been something that has been pursuing us, something that has been on the attack. Here it is. That's where the children of Israel find themselves. And notice what happens in that moment. When they hear the footsteps, when they hear the chariots, notice what they said. Why couldn't you have left us in Egypt? Immediately they wanted to shrink back. Immediately they wanted to retreat to where they used to be. Even though that was a place of bondage, even though that was a place of captivity, even though that was a place of cruelty, they had a desire to go back to what was instead of move forward into what God had for them. Oh, let me encourage somebody here today that even in tough times, even when it gets difficult, let us not have the mentality, the mindset, the attitude to go back, but let us keep moving Forward. Look at what it says here as we pick up the story. It says to us now, and Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians who you see today, you shall see again no more. Why? The Lord will fight for you <laughs> and you shall hold your Peace. Oh, put your hand on yourself and just make that confession right there. Just tell yourself, the Lord is fighting for me. The Lord is fighting for me. The Lord is fighting for me. Isn't it good to know that God is fighting for you? You're not fighting alone. You're not battling by yourself, but God is fighting for you. He's fighting for your family. He's fighting for your marriage. He's fighting for your health. He's fighting for your prosperity. God is fighting for you. I love it here. It goes on to say, and you need to just hold your peace is what Moses tells the people. And so the Lord said to Moses, then why do you cry to me? 
tell the children of Israel to go forward. And then he tells Moses this, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. If we jump down to verse 21, the Bible says, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land. And the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground. And the waters were a wall to them on the right hand and on the left. I love it here. Here it is, the enemy is pursuing. It looks like they have no option. It looks like their back is up against the wall. The sea is before them and the enemy is behind them. And God tells Moses, he says, tell the people, go forward. Mm, that's really my word for you here today is go forward. We are not those who shrink back, but we are those of faith. And faith says, I'm going forward. Faith says, I'm not going to retreat. I'm going forward. And the Bible declares that Moses stretched out his hand. Mm, he didn't look back. He looked out ahead. He stretched out what was in his hand, that rod of authority. And the Bible says that when he did it, God moved in his moving and began to part the Red Sea. And where there was water, there was now dry land and they went forward. Here is the revelation that you've got to have if you're going to go forward. I believe this is the revelation that Moses had when he stretched out his hand. I want to read it in my closing verse with you here today. You've got to know this without a shadow of a doubt. It is Psalms chapter 29 verses 3 and 4. Psalms 29 verses 3 and 4. I'm going to ask Richard to pray a little bit, play just a little bit right here as I prepare to pray Psalms 29 verse 3 and 4 says this the voice of the Lord is over the waters <laughs> the God of glory thunders the Lord is over many waters the voice of the Lord is powerful the voice of the Lord is full of majesty are you hearing that in order for Moses to go forward in order for the children of Israel to go forward. They had to have an understanding. They had to have a belief that the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Mm. The waters are not over his voice, but his voice is over the waters. <sighs> that, that God reigns supreme even over the thing that seems insurmountable to you. He is Lord over the waters. The thing that would stand in between you standing where you are and going forward, God is over that. That obstacle, that challenge, that adversity, his voice is over the waters. If we go on in the chapter down to verse 10, it says the Lord sat enthroned 
<laughs> at the flood. And the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Getting ready to pray. Here it is. The Lord is enthroned over the flood. The children of Israel could go forward because they're God. He was enthroned over the flood. I want to encourage you here today that God is enthroned over the flood. He's over whatever might be standing in your way. He's over whatever might be opposing you. He's over whatever adversity you might be facing here today. You can move forward into 2021 because God is enthroned over the flood. And when you receive, when you embrace that revelation, here's the promise. God will strengthen his people. God will bless his people and he will give them peace. I want to say it to you. He will strengthen you. He will bless you and he will grant you peace. That's my prayer for you as we leave this year and move into 2021 that God would strengthen you <laughs> that God would bless you and that God would grant you peace can I pray for you right here <laughs> Father in the name of Jesus I pray for those that are watching here today and first of all we want to say thank you Lord for bringing us all the way through 2020 it's been challenging. It's been a fight. It's been a struggle. But we're standing here with gratefulness in our heart and thankfulness in our mouth that you've been faithful to bring us through. And now, oh God, I pray that we would lean into what you have for us in the upcoming year. I pray that there would be nothing in us that would retreat, that would lean back, that would look back but I pray faith rise courage rise boldness rise and with great optimism may we look forward into what you're getting ready to do and as we do oh God I pray strength come to those that might feel tired weary may your strength be renewed in them today and I pray, oh God, that the blessing of the Lord would come upon them. Huh. The blessing that would give them the advantage and the upper hand over the opposition and the enemy that would stand in their way. And Father, I pray that you would give them peace. Peace that passes all understanding. Peace that would guard their heart and mind. Peace that would settle them in the midst of the battle. Father, I pray that this would be their portion. Strength blessing and peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah and amen. It's been my joy to speak to you here today and I trust you feel faith moving in your heart and you're ready to go forward. 
We're believing that that word will bring strength and hope into your life. Absolutely. If God just spoke to you through this message and you're stirred right now to partner with us and to sow financially into the ministry that is Cornerstone Church, I want to encourage you to jump on over to our website, which is simply cornerstone.church and click the give button. Find the avenue that is most convenient for you today. That's right. We are going to continue spreading the message of the gospel and we look forward to continuing to connect together.